With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. And we hate movies. Welcome to the program. Thank you for tuning in, as always. Happy summer blockbuster extravaganza, you guys. Hey, thanks. Oh, hey, Godzilla. <laughs> Eric, move down. Godzilla wants to see Oh, my out. God. <laughs> uh, that's right. Just as promised last week, 1998's Godzilla, directed by known Hollywood felon <laughs> Roland Emmerich. Not like a, a felon in like the legal sense, but in like Hollywood law. He's just a multiple offender, huh? He really is. You could do like a whole blockbuster month on his fucking movies. Although I still stand by Independence Day, more or less. It's okay. It's fun. Is that one of those, like, I'm just looking back, you know? I mean, I haven't seen it in a long time. It's a lot of fun. I mean, no, I'm not going to... Shit talk Independence Day. I liked it as a, as when I was a kid, but if I was like this grown up, jaded New York cynical prick that I am today, sure. Oh, I was, I thought this was an if situation. I was going to be like, uh, have you heard yourself for a hundred and six episodes? <laughs> I perhaps wouldn't have liked it as much, but I. But it, <laughs> It holds up to me. Why could they never get that sequel together? What's the news Oh, there? God. Who like, was I mean, holding out? That, that, I mean, that's a, that's a license to print money, though. Or at really least it is. was 10 years ago. You no, know? guaranteed. Summer 2014, you're doing ID4 too? Yeah. Guaranteed. Although, what are the odds they're coming back on Independence Day? I Will Smith will do it. Of course he will. So long as the sun can be like a fucking... A little general or something. Like, is there any, any way you can fit that fucking kid into a movie? L I L apostrophe general. <laughs> and then I want us to open on uh, Bill Pullman's presidential library opening. Oh, mm. wow. Good call. Yeah. Because that's where the aliens really strike. Oh, yeah. They start burning books like the Nazis. <laughs> yeah. It's, this movie's going to say something, Steve. Oh, finally. And then Little General has to come and save them all. <laughs> That would suck, though, if it was like a passing of the torch and Will Smith's in it for like two minutes. It's called After ID4. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, actually, though, how about this? He's only in flashbacks (gasps) because... He was killed in Afghanistan. Oh. So wait, we still go to Afghanistan after all that? <laughs> I would hope in this alternate timeline we would have got our shit together. No, no, no. We still just couldn't straighten it out. Listen, if you're not if you're not going to let aliens attack New York, you're sure as shit ain't going to lo- let Osama bin Laden. <laughs> uh, so contrary to what you've just heard, this isn't an episode on Independence Day, uh, but rather on Godzilla, the movie he made a few years after Independence Day. Which I don't, I don't understand how 
the sort of low rent this cast is after Independence Day. It, this should this should be a bigger movie through and through because Independence Day made a shit ton of money. Yeah, he's a name. Godzilla's a name. Godzilla's the fucking star of the show. Godzilla's Hollywood royalty, <laughs> or at least Toho royalty. You know. But uh, yeah, no, I don't understand that, and I'm just gonna quickly look over this ye old filmography of his here just to make sure that I, you know, Mr. Godzilla's. <laughs> Nah, Godzilla's filmography is a little repetitive. I'm yeah, talking he's usually about in uh, movies that are his names in them. <laughs> well, you know, we're gonna see Roland again this summer with White House Down, right? And then let's just work backwards here. Anonymous. What the fuck was that? Anonymous was that uh, William Shakespeare movie, which is hilarious. Oh yeah, like oh, what if he didn't really write his own plays? Yeah. Jesus. Whoa, a movie with talking in it. <laughs> Yeah, there's a, there's a little bit of swashbuckling because apparently this Shakespeare was a bit of a rogue. Ooh, did did he like throw barrels of gunpowder and steal pints of wine? And <laughs> for the first part of that, I was like, you know, he's not Donkey Kong, right? <laughs> but it's Roland. Oh Emmerich's. man, fucking Roland Emmerich's Donkey Kong. Sign Ooh. me up. Uh, all right, so let's see, 2012, which came out in 2009, <laughs> 10,000 BC, which I didn't see, but I can presume is terrible. I don't think there's anybody in that movie. No, I think it was just like Apocalypto. He yeah. just decided to hire no one. Bunch of saber-toothed tigers. <laughs> Could have used a little general. <laughs> uh, the Day After Tomorrow. The Patriot, which I didn't know he directed. I think that's kind of a good movie. The Mel Gibson one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, does the White House blow up in that one, too, or no? <laughs> Uh, I don't think they had the White House yet. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> they have a little general at least. They got a little White House, <laughs> the White Shack. Uh, well, so then Godzilla, Independence Day. Forgot he directed the Stargate movie, which I stand by as being pretty good. I liked it. I like it. Universal Soldier, and then that's kind of it. Then it's just a bunch of stuff nobody's heard of. Is he getting like all sorts of back end stuff from all those Stargate spinoffs? Ooh, that's uh, so I don't know. I mean, he didn't create Stargate. Yeah, so maybe there's like a bunch of fractions of a penny just sitting somewhere. You know, royalties are an interesting thing. I saw Mark Marin tweet the other day that he got a royalty check from Almost Famous for $50. 50 bucks. He's got like one line in that movie. <laughs> that ain't bad. Oh, was there like a recent Blu-ray release? <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's added up over the last like 10 years. Mm. Did Kate Hudson actually kill herself? I don't know. That's, she's That's doing mean. fine. Uh, oh, Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, it's, I'm sorry, Godzilla. Stop getting so angry. So this is kind of like, it's a Godzilla origin story which all you, over again. Which you want. Yeah, you know, because no one's remembering how Godzilla <laughs> booted up the first time. Or the first 30 times, however many Godzillas there are. And we start off with this amazing opening credit montage of lizards witnessing atomic detonations <laughs> yeah. and it's just like it's all these close-ups of lizards like the horror <laughs> oh the horror of nuclear testing <laughs> and 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 since you know they remember from the last godzilla's being remnants of world war ii's nuclear bombs it's really the birth of their anti-american sentiment <laughs> <laughs> the lizards yeah bunch of pinko lizards you're saying <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> Potentially. Lizards hate America. Just FYI. Well, that's that's what Godzilla's whole bag is in this movie. He hates fucking capitalism. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know where he got his red streak from. <laughs> but I, I, I think it's from... I mean, these... We, we're, we're 
later we find out that these nuclear bombs are actually from the, the filthy French, but... <laughs> the French are all over this movie. The French are all over this movie. All right, so Godzilla, just like you always thought, you know, there's a Japanese fishing boat and something attacks it. You don't see what it is. Because this Godzilla looks terrible, and you have to show it as little as possible when you get going, or else people are immediately going to check out of your movie. As opposed to like an hour later when, you know, you're kind of just invested in this shitty you're movie. You're stuck already. with that Godzilla. He is just nowhere in this movie. It's a cameo role. <laughs> there's a lot of like Godzilla's fucking crotch, though. You get, there's a whole lot of like the camera going under Godzilla. And yeah. Just, oh, look at Godzilla's balls. <laughs> and it looks terrible. It, it really looks terrible. It looks like a PlayStation 1 cutscene. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's really, really bad. Yeah, it did not hold up. So the one difference between this Godzilla and every other Godzilla that's ever been made or the 2014 one that's coming out with Brian Cranston, this movie features Matthew Broderick singing Singing in the Rain while singing in the rain. I'm alive in the clouds So far up above The sun's in my eyes And I'm ready for love Oh, man. There's your action hero, everybody. Like, all right, so... You had Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum, who can kick the shit out of Matthew Broderick. Don't worry about it. Oh, absolutely. With one hand tied behind their muscly backs. And just you get Matthew Broderick. Hello, everyone. I'm here to fight your Godzilla. But first, you're going to see me studying radioactive worms in Chernobyl. Isn't that exciting? Wait, wait, where are you going? Hold on. This is a big summer blockbuster. <laughs> get back here, little general. <laughs> So you got Broderick. He's studying these worms at Chernobyl, and uh, you know he's like, "My goodness, radiation's making these worms grow seventeen percent larger than last year." And I'm like, "Wasn't this a movie that had its own hot sauce, like Congo? Like, where is the fucking action? Worm science experiments is what we're getting first off." Well, no, there's exciting government planes landing, and they're like, "You're <laughs> the only. We found you. You're the only man." That could understand why Godzilla's Godzilla. And, like, really? You flew all the way to the Ukraine to kidnap this guy? Like, he's the only one that can help you out and with your little boat accident? They didn't send anyone. There was... It wasn't a little general. It was like more of a grown <laughs> general. And, like, these military men come. It's like you can't just, like, say, come back to here and here. Like, you got to fly a chopper to the Ukraine to Chernobyl? <laughs> That's, that's far away. And they demanded instant results from him. So what better way than just kidnap him? You send a memo to the Ukraine. That's another, like, three weeks you're waiting for any correspondence. <laughs> that's true. That place is so crooked you couldn't get anything in there. <laughs> you try to shoot. There's no fucking web address for Ukraine. It's just .uk... <laughs> R-A-I-N-E, and then it goes nowhere. You, you send a letter to the Ukraine, it comes back beaten up, saying, I'll never go back. Because <laughs> they're filled with worms that are a little larger than they should be. 17% larger than they should be. Hey, did you hear that, nobody? Oh. <laughs> By <laughs> myself again. He does talk to nobody in Chernobyl. <laughs> 
So he's doing this, and then we're also introduced to Jean Renault, the French faction of this movie. And he's a mysterious character in this film. You don't really know why he's there, what he's doing, but he's all powerful and has seemingly endless funds to do things. I mean, he's all sorts of terrible, but he's the best part of this movie to me. He is, because he's Jean Renault, and he's great in pretty much everything that he's in. Yep. But, I mean, when you're fucking in Godzilla... I think the best part of this movie is maybe the rain. (laughs) You're a big fan of that rain, huh? The water was very convincing. There's so much rain in this movie, I expected, like, Morgan Freeman to come around a corner talking about how he's getting ready to retire. Oh, no, Godzilla. Godzilla has the upper hand now. (laughs) California, stay away from here. Her pretty head. <laughs> but he just puts his hat on and walks away because we're still in Lazy 7. I'm going to go play poker at the library after hours. Good luck with Godzilla. Godzilla's cutting all of his fingertips off. He doesn't, he doesn't want Prince. Heaven forbid it. They'll know it's Godzilla. He made me fuck her. <laughs> Morgan Freeman playing poker in the library. The wall falls out. And then he's just like, I'll see that bet and raise it. <laughs> so there's a uh, there's an elderly Japanese man who's the sole survivor of this fishing boat disaster. And, you know, Jean Renault goes over and he's being kind of disrespectful to this old man. He's waving like a lighter in his face. Which this dude's, like, super radioactive, I guess, because, like, the flame's changing color and shit. Like, this dude has quite literally seconds to live. I will give this movie one thing. It's not racist to the Japanese, which almost any other Godzilla movie would. You know what I mean? Like, that fucking Lost World has that horrifically racist. Like, oh, no, he's Godzilla. (laughs) Inspector Gadget with everybody's favorite loser, Matthew Broderick. is like, oh, no, he's Godzilla. Again and again. There's so much Western racism portrayed on the Godzilla movies, and it's just... Partially, I guess it's the dubbing that that happened, yeah, but yeah. also it's like our own racism being, <laughs> yeah. being just projected onto a foreign movie as a way to get into it. Steve, stop making that voice. We're trying to enjoy Godzilla. <laughs> uh, so this dude, of course, has to be the one. You know, they're like, yeah, Jean Renault is all like, "What did you see? What did you see, old man?" And he's just like, "Gojira," and you're like, "All right, well, there it is. Got that right out of the way, did yeah. you?" Perfect. <laughs> so, you know, the scientific community is finally hip to what everyone's already hip to because mm. we bought a ticket to a movie called Godzilla. <laughs> exactly. Like, what? I don't understand those scenes. Like, what did you see? We all know what he saw. We were there, and we know we're sitting in a theater seeing Godzilla. We get to see Godzilla inherit his trust fund, learn a bunch of karate. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's why he was out east. Yeah, he's finding himself a bit. Yeah, yeah you're not. God's, Godzilla's not in there with you. You're in there with Godzilla. <laughs> that's that's Godzilla in prison. Hops a train. I mean, Godzilla comes to New Like, it should just be Godzilla in New York. Like, why does he come here? Oh my God, let's figure it out. This movie's two hours and 25 minutes long. It's an insane runtime. This movie is so bloated with so much, like, just running in circles, including this. Like, they drag Matthew Broderick all the way to Japan to be like, well, hey, what's going on? He's like, well, I don't really know. And then they're like, oh, well, this other boat washed up on the shore in Jamaica. So let's drive all the way to the other side of the world and pick this movie back up there. And he's just like, well, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be looking at. And of course, he's standing <laughs> in Godzilla's fucking footprint. And everyone goes, yay, for some reason. Uh- <laughs> 
<laughs> just like, I don't know. Fucking get, I don't need to see his fucking footprints. It's almost like they made this movie assuming that no one would ever see a trailer for it <laughs> or know what Godzilla was beforehand. I mean, that's kind of impossible, right? Unless you're trying to get like, a 10-year-old kid to see this movie, which the trailer is going to do anyway. You could call it fucking, you know, Skip the Lizard Comes to the Big Apple. And you know, you're still gonna <laughs> That's see it. a more, more American name. <laughs> Skip the Lizard. Because Godzilla, what is that? I think hey, I'm it, Skip. In, in America, it, it, <laughs> it would be either Skip or, hey, that goddamn God Lizard. <laughs> God Lizard. Because that's what it means, right? It does mean Don't that. use God's name in vain, Godzilla. <laughs> You think you're God? <laughs> hey, I only worship one idol, and it is not you, Godzilla. <laughs> GDzilla. I call him Xzilla because I don't like to use the Lord's name in vain. This giant lizard's got a war on Christmas that I do not appreciate. I will say Merry Christmas to you, Xzilla, whether you like it or not. He stepped on the tree down by the mall. <laughs> Can't get much more war on Christmas than that. Uh, so there's a cast of fun characters. So there's, you've got your Matthew Broderick. He's rushing to Godzilla as slow as he can get there. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, Jean Reno is. And then we, we're in New York. And we see this up-and-comer, plucky news reporter who's never been in a movie before or since, as far as I could tell. I mean, her name is Maria Petillo. And tell me if you saw her in anything else, anybody. I mean, like, you're right. You're coming off of Independence Day. Where's your what? Claire Danes? Where? Where's, Where's your... anybody? Yeah, just anyone in the 90s. Get your Jennifer Aniston would have done it, I bet. Just any, I mean, I guess that's a testament to how terrible this script looked to people. Well, like, well, you got to get Maria Patillo. They could have gotten a lot of people in there for that role, and just Godzilla wouldn't work with them. <laughs> it's too difficult. Picky old Godzilla. Well, though, you do need to get a blonde because their skin types work with Godzilla's skin types. You need to do a lot of screen <laughs> tests. Well, it's, it's also that whole, uh, like, King Kong type of thing. Like, right. It's all influenced from... Did you ever see those yeah. uh, uh, Superman screen tests with, like, Christopher Reeve and, like, a really shitty, like, uh, Clark Kent outfit with a bunch of different actresses? I'm imagining that with Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> like... Godzilla and Lisa Kudrow. They actually went through the whole Friends cast. Godzilla, Godzilla, you just have to pick one. <laughs> Shouldn't have give him final cut on casting. <laughs> I know you heard that. You were supposed to. Godzilla really fought for Cicely Tyson, but the marketing people <laughs> just wouldn't go for it. Because they didn't think uh, her kissing Godzilla would work out okay on screen. <laughs> I mean, so this woman's a fucking shitty reporter. She's like a fact checker. She's trying to make her way in. And luckily enough, there's a big news story swimming its way over there. And like... Harry Shearer is in this movie, and he does this really... This happens a lot in movies where it pretends that, like, sexual harassment isn't the most fucking litigated thing in the universe, where he goes up to her and he's like, Hey, baby, if you sleep with me, I'll give you a big story. She's like, oh, well, you just lost your job. Okay, great. Thank you very much. I just, I just got your job. I, you just saying that. I appreciate it, it. It's still the 90s. You can have fun with sexually harassing yeah, women. But you know what, though? It was the late 90s, and we already had disclosure. You, exactly. So we saw that those tables could be turned. 
And we saw how dangerous those tables were to begin with. God. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, the, and the perils of virtual reality for oh, some reason. Yeah. It would be great if Godzilla started working in that office. And, and Harry Shearer did not like her. <laughs> and it didn't matter. No, absolutely not. Uh, so yeah, Harry Shearer is one of three Simpsons cast members that appear in this movie. So we got him. Then we have everybody's favorite Hank Azaria as Animal the Cameraman. <laughs> Come on. Because it's, you know, some sort of... He used a- to be a drummer, right? <laughs> <laughs> Back with the Muppets. <laughs> This guy could have easily been a drummer in, like, a Jersey fucking, like, hair metal band in, like, 85. Oh, for sure. Oh, they call me Animal. Hey, why is that? No reason. Uh, His name's Victor Animal Pilati, by the way, in case anybody was curious. Who's the third Simpson, by the way? I didn't even Uh, even catch him. Nancy Cartwright plays... Godzilla? uh, (laughs) (laughs) And Nancy Cartwright as Godzilla, as the voice of Godzilla. She is um, like a secretary at the news office. Oh, okay, that stupid yeah. scene where like Godzilla's walking by the yeah. office building and Harry Shearer's like, well, we just haven't had a story in weeks. And she's like, I think one's right behind you. <laughs> Instead of saying, oh, fuck! Like, if you saw a gigantic lizard that's, you're in a 50-story building, you see a lizard going, eh, I would say, oh, fuck! And start <laughs> running and go shit my pants. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, immediately actually shit in my pants. That would be a good movie. Is <laughs> you in a Godzilla movie. And it just focuses on you. It's just stumbling around shitting your pants. <laughs> Every time I see it. <laughs> While brave Matthew Broderick steps over you <laughs> to go save the day. Oh, man, I would so be a fucking second fiddle to Matthew Broderick. You have to stop shitting your pants and we'll never stop this big lizard. <laughs> It's imp- I'm braver than you, and I'm Matthew Broderick, who has uh, a super Greek name, by the way. His name is Nico Tatopoulos. And do you see how easily I just said Tatopoulos, by the way? Because I can fucking read. Mm-hmm. The running gag in this movie is, hey, Tatapopoulos, Tatapopoulos, all these fucking morons in this movie mispronouncing this poor bastard's name. Like, it's the funniest. It's almost as if, like... They were like, you know what? No one's ever heard of ever a Greek last name. No one in America's ever heard a Greek last name. So we're just going to pretend like it's the wackiest thing that's ever been put hey, on screen. Maybe this is something he has to live with in his everyday life. Um, as far as I can tell, most of America's never heard a Polish last name. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, though? This name, Tatopoulos, not a lot of silent consonants <laughs> swimming around. <laughs> True. Just gonna put that out there. Yeah. You say every letter that you see. I wasn't fortunate enough to be Greek. <laughs> <laughs> Not one of Zeus's chosen people. <laughs> oh, this is a dicey episode, huh, guys? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Those, those take it to Mount Olympus. <laughs> Keep it there. Oh man, what if Zeus stopped Godzilla? Well, that'd oh. be cool. Zeus v. Godzilla? Ooh. That'd I don't be... even think the Japanese came up with that one. <laughs> well, that's kind of the... Th- I mean, here's the thing. is Godzilla is a lot of fucking fun. Because it's a big old fucking monster. He goes in and he 
bash his shit up. And then, you know what? If, if the formula gets stale, put another fucking monster in there. Get a, shake up the fucking ant farm. Yeah, totally. Not there's, there's so much science and, like, looking at charts and wondering what his fucking breeding habits might be. So much analyses of, like, the life of Godzilla. It's like, if I wanted to read his fucking autobiography... <laughs> You know, My Time to Shine by Godzilla. You know, I'd pick it up at my local bookstore. But I'm here watching a Godzilla picture, and I want to see him stomp around and throw things. And it's taking so much time with this stupid pseudoscience, watch it garbage. And, and, and then it's, then it has like, it's, it's glib enough to show the New York City skyline and be like, the city that never sleeps. <laughs> by the way, that's what happens. They show New York. It doesn't say New York City. It says, the city that never sleeps. Are you serious? I yes. missed that. Oh, yes. fucking god damn it. Kill yourself, Roland And taking Emmerich. a page out of every Michael Bay movie ever is like, you know, if there's a big terror in New York. Well, this is very Armageddon, where, like, everyone's just being hilarious, like, side characters. This guy's like, oh, I went out fishing every day for the last hundred years. <sighs> Man. I'm going to get a big fish today. And he mugs at the camera and everybody claps. That fucking homeless fisherman character, which, by the way, you know, for non-New York City listeners out there, uh, no one ever fishes in the East River ever because it's poison. <laughs> Hell, the Hudson's poison. The ocean's poison here. <laughs> you eat that thing, you're going to be Godzilla. <laughs> be if Godzilla shows up and he can't stop throwing up because he was in the East River for a while. His organs are liquefying. It's like he gets up on land and lets out like a big roar and Matthew Broderick's like, oh no. And then he just falls over and dies on his own. <laughs> well, that was easy. I mean, so it's a Godzilla movie, right? I mean, I think that's why they were like, oh, we got to beef it up a little bit. Yeah. Let's add in science and hilarious side characters and explanations nobody fucking asked for. It's all about this girl's uh, sort of journey to become the world's greatest news reporter. Right. And, like, you know, she's all like, oh, I'm a woman and I'm so afraid to ask any. Like, her boss sexually harasses her and she's like, oh, well. And, like, just sits down <laughs> and stews about it like a Kathy cartoon. Well, so... <laughs> Running out of air over there. <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah, so, you know, she she meets up with Hank Azaria. They're, like, work friends and whatnot. And Hank Azaria's heinous wife in this movie. This is a fucking despicable piece of shit character. Because she's, like, uh, she's like an, I, I hate this shit. She's a cartoon New York stereotype that has more than one line. I can't suffer through it. Well, so is Azaria. Can't... I mean, you're giving him a lot of, you, you give him a pass because, you, you know, he's Hank Azaria, but he's fucking... All New York over. I mean, it's it's the script. You know what I mean? Like, it's right? Just, yeah. It's, but it's a lot. Yeah, you're right though. You're you're right because they're like there's one of those like contentious mm -hmm. Italian couples. Like, yeah. I'm gonna beat the shit out of you, you piece of garbage. <laughs> oh yeah, you pain in the ass. Get over here. <laughs> well, there's also that hilarious line where she's like, you know, Godzilla's doing his thing, and she's like, oh man, we gotta go back to Jersey where it's safe. Audrey's gonna sleep over tonight, and he's like, oh, oh awesome threesome, which is one of those jokes that people make but every time they make it they're totally serious there's like a 30 percent like part of that pie chart yeah, yeah, that's exactly. like he's being serious right now he says it with like his fingers crossed behind his back like come on fall for it <laughs> and then she's kind of into it and, and then he's just like oh oh really oh okay. oh, oh weird <laughs> I, I was totally joking but, but that's uh, all right <laughs> yeah i mean i mean sure. if you want to I'm here. He makes some crack about like, oh yeah, I hope so. I'm a little tired tonight, but and yeah. it's like, hey, Cut. by the way, 
Godzilla's here. <laughs> it's like they know already that Godzilla's hanging out, and he's like trying to angle that threesome. <laughs> Let's mm-hmm. mention this. Yeah, Godzilla has arrived in the town. That fisherman pulled him up, and he's there to stay. <laughs> Why is nobody freaking out as much as they should be? This here's, is like 10 9-11s. <laughs> here's why, okay? Because... The finger of Godzilla is a 9-11. <laughs> I'm sorry to say that it is. It is. No, oh, it's, a, it's a fucking, like, it's the worst thing that's ever happened to the city. Yeah, you get out of town. And the thing is, though, this is why I think no one's freaking out all at once, one, because the internet wasn't really a thing, so not a lot of people had that, but... It was there. I mean, it was there, but the, it's not like chosen now. chosen few. You couldn't be fucking putting up an Instagram of Godzilla <laughs> knocking your house down. But, you know, so there, there was that... I hope that's in the new movie, by the way. <laughs> Some shitty kid. <laughs> I'm going to use the X-Pro2 filter on this Godzilla image. Uh, Instagram filter jokes... Uh, This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25. And for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time. And the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash WHM. So, no, the other thing, though, is they posit in this movie that somehow Godzilla, the king of the monsters... (laughs) Is able to hide <laughs> in New York City. They say this like eight times. Like, well, we lost him again. And Kevin Dunn's like, well, how'd you how'd you lose him? And he's like, well, he's just hiding somewhere. <laughs> it's, it's such a big city, a city that never sleeps. Eight million stories in the naked city. It's like, shut the fuck up. How does a monster hide? <laughs> he puts on a Yankee cap and goes to Times Square. <laughs> and it's just like... Watch the regular criminals get caught in like a minute, and they're people-sized. <laughs> the best part of, about underreacting to Godzilla is Godzilla's fucking shaking the world, right? godzilla all over the place. And five minutes later, this Audrey character's taking a fucking F train. She's just <laughs> the subways would still work? Are you fucking kidding me? Guess what? Sometimes it doesn't work when it rains too much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, no. The station gets flooded, that a little alarm goes off, and no train service. There's no signal problems because of Godzilla? Yeah, give me a fucking break. Speaking of uh, train traffic and complaining to someone in New York City, uh, the mayor in this film... Oh. oh, man, this is so fucking disgusting. And it sucks to have to talk about it now, you know? Right. But so, in this movie, we have... 
We've got Roland Emmerich's response to bad reviews he received from Roger Ebert over the years. And it's Mayor Ebert. And it's just this pudgy character actor made up to look like Roger Ebert. And he's just chomping down on Hershey's kisses and being a big fat pig. Yeah. And he's got an assistant named Gene that he treats like garbage. The the actor is Michael Lerner. He's in a ton of he's in a lot of Cohen stuff. He, he's Barton big in Fink. Barton Fink. Yeah, he, I mean, and he's great. He's actually like totally fine in this as like a big like I'm a blustery mayor idiot. Like he yeah he does that comic fine, but I mean, it's got nothing to do with Rod. The thing is, aside from him being overweight, you don't. You're not like taking a stab at Roger Ebert. You're not taking a stab at Roger Ebert. You're saying like like the character like eats he's like, Oh, I want some chocolate and he's just like eating a couple of Hershey kisses, like kind of a little too fast. Yeah. Like, wow. Really nailing him to the fucking wall, Emmerich. Good <laughs> job. And you know what's great? Roger Ebert gave this movie a bad review. What a fucking shock. Like it's just heaven forbid anyone fucking doesn't like Independence Day. <laughs> just, it wasn't allowed from 1995 to 1999. It wasn't. You sure. weren't. It was like that. You weren't allowed to dislike, uh, like Ace Ventura, like any 90s Jim Carrey movie. Oh if yeah. You, if you spoke out against the quality of the mask, you'd be crucified as a prig. <laughs> hey, come here, prig. We're gonna crucify you. So the thing that's really shitty, by the way, is this Audrey character. This. Unknown actress Maria Patillo, uh, her whole thing that's really shitty in this movie, and they don't treat it like it's shitty, but it's the worst thing ever. Is so they're in this diner. Hank Azaria is making the cracks about the threesome and whatnot, and she looks on the TV and she sees Matthew Broderick being filmed by a, a you know a news camera as being part of like he's you know recruited by the army and he's walking around with them and everything. And she's like, "Well, say that's my college sweetie up there." And then she, like, steals press credentials to get close to him. And then this is what you mentioned, Steve, about she's trying to, like, make herself, a like, a badass news journalist or yeah. whatever. Uh, she steals, like, top-secret tapes from Matthew Broderick's office or his, you know, command center tent and uses them for professional gain. And it's not vilified whatsoever. She's like... I'm sorry. Yeah, she's just so fucking cute. It's like, I don't know. I mean, also, by the way, speaking of Matthew Broderick's command center tent, they're both, they say college was eight years ago, and she just left right after college. Matthew Broderick still has her picture all over his fucking little workstation. And oh, absolutely. That's fucking creep city. <laughs> and he has stated that it's been a long, long, long time since he uh, had a lady friend. Well, you know. That's mentioned. <laughs> In the development of his character. Because that's what I'm going to see Godzilla for. <laughs> Getting the update on Matthew Broderick's sex life. You well, know who could have uh, fucked in this movie? Nico Tapalapalapas. <laughs> see, it's still hilarious when you mispronounce a Greek name. <laughs> I just love if they're they're both just sitting on the fucking pier, pier, pier 17 or what have you. Him and Godzilla. Like, well, I don't know, Zilla. She just, I just never liked anybody else. <laughs> I know. I should assert myself. <laughs> uh, you know who he could have fucked in this movie is uh, Hollywood Hot <laughs> <laughs> He could have fucked Godzilla. I would have liked to see that. Or maybe one of Godzilla's babies. 
We'll get to it later. Uh, no, Hollywood hot plate Vicky Lewis. Oh, yeah. The actress from News Radio who's never not played a horn dog ever in anything. Yeah, she's like, Gauga, Matthew Broderick. Yeah, she's, they're like driving in a car like in Jamaica, and she's like, so what does your wife think about all this? And he's like, oh, no, I'm not married. I don't even have a girlfriend. <laughs> and she's just like, no girlfriend, huh? Can I stop the car? You appear to be jerking me off. I wasn't expecting that. I thought this was a science experiment. <laughs> no, it's a Tex Avery cartoon. <laughs> oh, no. My penis is irradiated. It grows 17% larger. Thanks, Vicky and Godzilla. <laughs> oh, no. We used Acme brand condoms. <laughs> And then, an, then a, and then a uh, a piano falls on him. <laughs> oh, so yeah, she steals these tapes. Yeah, she's yeah. a real fucking jerk about it. And like Matthew Broderick's taken off the case. Like he's running this investigation, and he finds out actually because he gives Godzilla a bunch of pregnancy tests. <laughs> By the way, this is the biggest load of shit ever. Also, he tests the blood. It's like Godzilla pissed on something i mean you can i think you can still you do blood? blood okay All yeah right. i think it's just one of those things like <laughs> you know you don't have to cut yourself open if you're just peeing on something is well, how that works it, it would be great there's that terrible scene where hank Azaria's trying to get a shot at godzilla and he's like oh godzilla give me a, a smile baby and like <laughs> godzilla steps on him and like it's he, he like steps through the toast He's like in it with his toe cracks. It'd be great if fucking Godzilla just pees on him afterwards. <laughs> just covered in piss. There needs to be, in this new Godzilla coming out next year, there needs to be Godzilla pissing on somebody. You think he's going to piss on Brian Cranston? <laughs> that would be great. That would be really great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> instant five-star review from me. If Godzilla pisses on Brian Cranston. So more in this pregnancy test stuff, it's like... They developed these at-home pregnancy kits for human females, and this is a gigantic asexual lizard male. From the future of science that's 109 (laughs) feet tall with radiation going all throughout its body. Like... Is he's radioactive too? Oh man, he pisses on someone and they start vomiting blood and their teeth fall out and their hair fall out. And they just die. Godzilla just starts giving birth to all sorts of chuds. Oh, oh man, yeah. that'd be great—a chud outbreak from the from the Godzilla. It's really end times. You know that's what I appreciate about fucking Cloverfield because Cloverfield makes no goddamn sense whatsoever. Like, yeah, yeah, people get scratched by it; they turn into monsters. There's little little Cloverfields coming out for no goddamn reason. It's not like they don't cut to the scientists. It's like, oh wait, I'll explain this for twenty four minutes. You're absolutely right. Like, I don't like Cloverfield because I fucking hate found footage movies. But like. You're absolutely right. It's just a fun monster movie that yeah. doesn't give a shit. Uh, you know, it doesn't feel the need to explain every little thing. And, Eric, they get around the whole, like, it's a pregnancy test developed for human females by Matthew Broderick saying, like, I especially need pregnancy tests that use high concentrations of this chemical and that chemical. Yeah, so okay. we sort of, like, we, we shroud the logic by using a bunch of fancy science words. Uh, all I got is pregnancy tests for King Kong and... <laughs> I got a Dracula pregnancy test and a Hellraiser pregnancy test. <laughs> now, what? 
Your girlfriend isn't a centibite, is she? Because <laughs> you might be having yourself a couple of little pinheads. Oh, man. Those probably hurt coming out. <laughs> or do you do you think the maybe the pinheads come in during puberty? That's probably likely. Yeah, it's probably yeah. like a zit situation. Yeah, because also I do recall not all the centibites are pinheads, but pinhead is a centibite. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those, like one of those SAT questions. Oh, he's like a different like race. Yeah, the Cenobites are like these, it's like the these demon races. I could not. Uh, there's like not a a horror franchise that I'm less interested in that than the Hellraiser movies. But I still sat down and watched like the first five. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're called Cenobites, I believe. Uh, all right. Adam Scott's in one of those movies playing like a oh, really? uh, a 1750s, you know. Uh, 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 powder wig wearing motherfucker. Uh, it's it's one of the Hellraiser features that deals with sort of uh, bouncing through time. Oh, that's fun. Oh, oh yeah, uh, the Cenobites' uh, excellent journey or something. <laughs> it's their excellent Pinhead's excellent adventure. So yeah. Here's how this movie goes. Godzilla shows up, fucking shakes everything up, walks through the MetLife building, which doesn't collapse, by the way. There's just a big dumb hole in it. That's yeah. so stupid. Like, you have no idea how, like, structures work. There's an outline of his briefcase. <laughs> his, his, his little hat, too. It's like he was late to the office. <laughs> and then he disappears. And they're like, oh, no, we better get Godzilla out here. So, yeah. like, he's yeah, like, no one, no one saw where he went. See something, say something. Eight million goddamn people. No one knows where the Godzilla went. Shut up. <laughs> it's so dumb. And like at one point, yes, everybody, he is burrowing in the subway. You know who's down in the subway? Everybody, because it's New York City and everyone's always using the subway. Someone is going to see Godzilla. Did He's not finding like the one abandoned Lower East Side subway station at 3 a.m. where no one's there. But you and your drunk friend who's pissing on the platform or something, you know, like you're, you're it's so stupid right. to say that this fucking 50 story monster is going to hide somewhere. You hear somebody like at the other end of the platform yelling anti-Semitic things. You roll your eyes. like, Oh, fuck. Of course. And then you look. It's actually Godzilla. <laughs> that was a crazy homeless guy. Well, what oh, a no, stinker. It's, uh, it's Godzilla dressed up as that uh, crazy racist anti-Semitic Elmo that they keep arresting. <laughs> that guy is hilarious. He sure is. He's I think, isn't his name treasure. Adam Sandler? I believe it is. <laughs> no relation? I would hope not. Uh, yeah, but the, the New York Times did a piece on him, which you should read because he made some quasi-legal movies out in, like, Cambodia. I mean, this guy's got a whole story. It's a whole different podcast. And then he became irradiated and came back to New York. As Elmo, <laughs> who who hates... He was a self-hating Jew, yeah. Speaking of Elmo, there's a, a really shitty joke in this movie where they show, like, the newsroom, and I think it's supposed to be, like, Nancy Cartwright's kid is at the office that day, and he's just watching Barney. Oh. Get it, everybody? You guys remember Barney? He yeah, was a dinosaur. Didn't he attack New York that one time? <laughs> I think it was 98. <laughs> so Godzilla's pregnant and doesn't know. She's, she's scared. She doesn't know what to do. She's Catholic. It's a problem. Godzilla is currently 16 and pregnant. <laughs> 
Or actually, it's probably more accurately Godzilla, uh, I didn't know I was pregnant. That's a program on television. I love Godzilla Juno. <laughs> She's trying to, Godzilla's having Jennifer Garner's baby. Godzilla's talking on that fucking clever cheeseburger phone everybody loved so much. Jason Bateman is making Godzilla all sorts of indie mixtapes. <laughs> hey, Godzilla, you want to watch me play guitar for 30 minutes? <laughs> I never planned on getting married, Godzilla. Here, I'm going to play you this, this Husker Do song. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. It is from Zen Arcade. <laughs> so there's this fish scheme they yeah, have. Basically oh, it's, it's yeah, basically, it's a big bait and switch. They <laughs> decide, let's put all the, the poisonous fish of New York Harbor in one spot <laughs> so that the uh, Godzilla will smell it and come and eat it. And then we can strike. And instead of putting this, because, you know, Matthew Broderick says... You got to have it come to you. We yeah. don't have to go searching. I know how hard it is to find a gigantic monster in New York City. <laughs> I mean, come on. Even if they evacuated the city, fly a helicopter around for a second, you'd just, find it. Just one, I beg of you, movie, one second. Do a, a one sweep of the <laughs> island. You'll find You're him. finding him. You're going to find Godzilla. You're not fooling anybody with this dumb premise also poison the fucking fish they give him perfectly good fish yeah like if you're trying to kill godzilla <laughs> it uh it roars in uh, matthew broderick's face at this point though i oh, yeah. hate this this happens twice in this movie godzilla gets like face to face with matthew broderick and for some reason doesn't eat him instantly there's no eating of people in this movie and i don't appreciate it it's goddamn bullshit. And, and additionally, <laughs> in this scene, Godzilla roars in his face. And you could tell, and obviously, Godzilla has bad breath. Oh, man. Well, you, would think, you would think that he would start vomiting and, like, being so disgusted with him. Because with, he's covered in gook and slime. Well, and, let me put it to you this way. Right up the street from this very apartment building, there's a fish market. And when I walk by there after they dump their barrels full of water out into the sidewalk like it's fucking medieval France, <laughs> it smells like garbage. And I want to throw up. And that's just from, you know, the fish market dumping out the, the whatnots of the day. Godzilla just ate like 20 tons of fish that they put in the Brooklyn Navy Yard and had him go to town on it. No, no, no. It should have been the Brooklyn Navy Yard. What they did was they put it right outside the Flatiron Building. Yeah, like Madison mm. Square Park. And he's just like, That's oh, right. thanks. It's like, let's put it... Well, we could use some, you know, empty piece of land, put this fish there, maybe get Godzilla and kill him. Uh, pretty easy. No, no, no. We need to destroy more iconic structures <laughs> of New York. Well, because... And real quick, the point I was making was it would smell a lot worse and he would vomit instantly. That's oh, what I'm saying. Exactly. You're right about the flat iron thing, but you're also forgetting this is a Roland Emmerich movie and he loves blowing up famous structures. The flat iron gets it in this movie. The top of the Chrysler building gets it like nobody's fucking. And you know business. who gives it to it? The fucking U.S. military. They keep going, oops, we blew up New York. <laughs> oops, we did it again. God damn it, Dennis. You got to shoot at where Godzilla's going to be, not where he is. Weren't you trying to anticipate the movements of giant lizards? This is ridiculous. I've seen postcards with that building's face on it before. This is an embarrassment. This is an embarrassment to the U.S. Army Monster Squad. 
right because they shoot two fucking sidewinder wind missiles at him, and then he goes, "Oh, a dollar!" and like leaps down <laughs> and fucking they blow the shit out of this building. <laughs> Looks like my luck is changing. <laughs> Godzilla is Bugs Bunny in this scene. It is ridiculous. Find a penny, pick it up all the day. <laughs> I'll have good. <laughs> And then Godzilla gives him a slip. He puts his fucking, he puts his left turn signal on and turns right. And no one can fucking find him. Give him the old 23 skidoo. See you later, boys. Going uptown. And at this point, the military, thankfully, one of the guys, uh, it just goes to the general. He's like, Colonel, your campaign is a disaster. I'm like, yeah, it is. You're blowing the shit out of the buildings. The mayor, by the way, is for some reason in the war room. No, nobody brings the U- the mayor of New York anywhere near this. Like, hey, mayor, just, just you, you hang out with everybody else. Keep everybody company. Exactly. Like, let me tell you something. There's a gigantic monster invasion. Barack Obama's going to have something to say about it. Yeah, there's like sort of a governor character, but like I think it's one of those someone's talking to someone but you don't see who and he's like well that's another thing governor and i was like wait which man in this room is the governor (laughs) it's just a bunch of dudes sitting around a table anyway the governor should be a main character but no we really gotta keep fucking sticking it to siskel and ebert so mayor ebert is the highest authority you're right make it president Ebert. i mean the president wouldn't be there but you would be talking to the president left and or right i don't think the president's mentioned once in this movie (laughs) there should be one of those like michael bay-esque like long presidential speeches about like how sad it is that they have to blow up godzilla like in the rock (laughs) it's like never before in my time and the fucking planes are going <laughs> I never thought I'd, it would come to this, Godzilla. I hoped. When, I hoped we could we could coexist peacefully. Yeah, when when I took office and swore my oath, I never imagined that a giant lizard would attack New York. <laughs> Nobody is that surprised, or like it would take me days to get over the fact that there was a giant lizard in New York. I mean, yeah. I would never get over it. I would never. I would, I'd be one of those crazy people afterwards. I would never. And everyone's <laughs> cracking jokes and be like, whoa, that, uh, that was pretty close, Godzilla. Like, no. You are fucking losing your goddamn mind. There are people. Like, there's a scene after Hank Azaria, like, shoots the initial, like, Godzilla footage that makes him kind of famous for two seconds. They go into what is clearly supposed to be, like, a like an old-timey, like, reporter bar, and there's all these press people around, but they're all, like, drinking and having a great time. Get out of the city! <laughs> all these p- reporters are just sitting around, like, with their press credentials on, just, like, having a beer, smoking oh. cigars. Yeah, because maybe their career will be made. It's like, oh, my God, I thought I might have to go to Syria, but hey, it came to us. <laughs> and everyone goes to New- to Newark or whatever because, like, it's so close. Like, they get evacuated to New Jersey. I- that's not fucking far enough, man. I'm going-, I'm going down south. All Godzilla has to do is, you know, turn right instead of left. I mean, yeah. it's it's nothing for him to jump over the Hudson River. I mean, who's to say that he, you know, he's he's not a Jersey Brad. Who knows? Would, uh, <laughs> would Newark get safer with or without Godzilla? <laughs> it would kind of like, ha- it'd be like having, uh, like, the mafia run the streets. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're illegal and they're criminals, but you know what? It's a safer town. Sure. You got the mafia and Godzilla working together. And they both respect family, which is important. <laughs> Absolutely. So at this point in the movie, Godzilla dons a fake mustache and no one can find him, right? <laughs> and he just shits out all of his Godzilla babies. 
And uh, Matthew Broderick's been kicked off the case because Audrey's a jerk and fucking totally outed him to the to the press. So now he, at this point, Matthew Broderick starts working with Jean Reno because the French government is trying to kill Godzilla because you know it's kind of their fault. They feel bad about it. Yeah. So Jean Reno and his merry band of Frenchmen apparently work for the French Secret Service, mm-hmm. and he basically explains like. You know, the first place Godzilla was spotted was near, like, French Polynesia or something. And he's like, so technically this huge, uh, gigantic disaster in your backyard is actually kind of our fault. But it's (laughs) like, there's no, they they don't want to admit to it, which is, like, they're there. It's very hush-hush. And they kind of kidnap Matthew Broderick. Like, he's, like, this is what's ridiculous. He's about to leave town. He's going. He's going to Newark Airport, and he gets in a cab. And by the way, planes are still flying. Absolutely not. No There's way. There's a Godzilla on the loose. No way. No fucking way, dude. But he's going to the airport. He's in this cab, and it's hilarious because it's like airport this way, cab goes that way, and he's like, uh, "Excuse me, driver. <laughs> I think." And like Jean Reno, like locks the door. Like you don't know it's Jean Reno, but the door's locked, and he's like, "Hey, hey, what is this?" And I was just imagining it's like the beginning of the Bone Collector. When they fucking, like, the bone collector kidnaps that rich couple, and they're like stuck in the cab, and the guy like cuts his finger on the door lock. I thought it was gonna be a, uh, a zombie taxi driver like in Ghostbusters. <laughs> This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now, Mr. Rocket just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you can lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. Man, it'd be great if a retired, paralyzed Denzel Washington's the only man to stop Godzilla. Might as well. That'd be great. It's more entertaining than Matthew Broderick. By the way, there's an amazing scene where Matthew Broderick is like, uh, hey, by the way, all this radiation. He's explaining like his radiation theory and whatnot. And they all laugh in his face. And I was like, well... You're bringing the radiation scientist here for some reason, so you must know <laughs> yeah. it has something to do with radiation. And he just gave you, a, you know, an hypothesis that's based in radiation science, and yet you laughed in his face. 
Why did you bring him here in the first place? We're just going to chuckle at him. Even furthermore, they fire him, and he's the only fucking guy that's got a read on Godzilla, and Godzilla's <laughs> on the loose. And they're like, ah, oh, he looked into the press. Can't trust this guy. Getting fired from something you didn't like necessarily apply to be a part of, though, like that's kind of okay. I'd be like, well, you're fucked now. <laughs> I'm going to go West Coast with this. And, of course, uh, basically, you know, Matthew Broderick knows, you know, somewhere there's a nest and all of us, and nobody gives a shit apparently. Like, we didn't want to hunt one Godzilla. We'll worry about the next hundred when we have to worry about the next hundred. <laughs> but he's building an army. An army of Godzillas. Guys, that's bad. <laughs> and, and when they're getting through these checkpoints to get, like, back into the part of the city where the, this nest would be, Jean Renault has to whip out a sick Elvis Presley impression. I'll thank you very much. Because they're driving through, like, this checkpoint, and Jean Renault's driving the car, and Matthew Broderick's like, let me do all the talking, because I'll intimidate someone from the armed services. (laughs) And then, like, the dude's like, you know, oh, I didn't ask you anything, buddy. I'm talking to the driver right here. And then it's just Jean Renault, and I think it might even be ADR. He's just like, thank you very much. It definitely is. Yeah, and it you're is, just like, what the fuck? It's just one of the. Mo- it's it's so dumb. There's so many dumb gags related to Jean Reno. There's a running gag where he can't get good coffee in this town. Ho ho just- ho, Jean Reno! It says French roast. I don't know. <laughs> That's like a fake story that uh, people tell about, like trying to order French toast in a restaurant, and somebody gives them toast. It's like, I am French. This is French toast. Like that doesn't happen. That's never. You're lying to me right now. These American French fries are not uh, the real French. By the way, this, it's is, not the, even French. this is the middle 45 <laughs> minutes of the movie where Godzilla's nowhere to be found. Much like last week, we had Maniac Cop without Maniac Cop. I mean, we keep finding ourselves in these situations. This is Godzilla without Godzilla. Yep. Like, he's there. There's a lot of, you know, Godzilla smash. It's but... Manhattan. That city can eat you up. Yeah, you that's right. You, know, there. you just get lost, swallowed up by the big city. It's not for everybody, Eric. You are right. <laughs> Godzilla's lost weekend. <laughs> I'd love it. It's just Godzilla decides he's really going to sit down and finish that novel, but then cut to like seven hours later, he's just selling his typewriter for rye. <laughs> <laughs> it all went downhill. It started high. It visited filming locations of Annie Hall. <laughs> Godzilla camera. And then he got scammed. Yeah. All his traveler's checks are gone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he lost his luggage at the airport, so he's got no clothes. A monkey street performer stole his luggage. <laughs> How am I going to get home? <laughs> he's destitute. He turns to prostitution. Oh, man. It's- Godzilla working down on, like, 12th Avenue. <laughs> it's like nine hookers and Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> and for the clients that want something a little freakier. <laughs> oh. Godzilla on Craigslist? I'll buy it. <laughs> M for G? <laughs> I always wanted to have sex with a lizard or a god. <laughs> now I can do both. <laughs> 
So Godzilla fucking shits all his babies all over Madison Square Garden. That's kind of where we are. It's the world's greatest arena, and, and it's the world's greatest fucking birthing grounds, apparently. And Hank Azaria is not too happy about this. Oh, of course. <laughs> this is It's another one of these stupid fucking New York lines. So basically, like, they go to follow, they follow Jean Renault because they want to get to scoop. They look the fucking Goonies. <laughs> like, they're like 10 <laughs> steps behind, like, oh, this is fun. Well, it's just his goddamn ex-girlfriend not... L- giving him any space he's trying to save the world and you're just tagging along to steal all his evidence and to give it to the press so i can get a job better get a get job better she's this gonna be a terrible character. journalist if she can't talk right <laughs> that's how bad she is <laughs> that's why they won't let her near anything there's such a bullshit i mean just to backtrack for a second because i really want to hammer home how fucking despicable this woman is in this movie that scene right after Matthew Broderick gets fired, right before he gets in the bone collector's cab. Yeah. He's putting like all his luggage in the trunk and she comes over and she's like, yeah, I stole your tape. Are you mad at me? And he's like, yeah, I'm trying to save the world and you're just mucking up the work. This is as mad as I get. You can't tell how furious I am right now. Boy, are my clams steamed. <laughs> Oh wow, that guy's really mad. <laughs> <laughs> and and she goes it's the passerby. <laughs> this is Godzilla. And she she goes, "Well, you never said this was off the record. Like, no, actually you have no journalistic integrity. You have to tell me you're interviewing me when you're interviewing me. You also have to be a journalist." She's <laughs> like she's Harry Shear's fucking assistant in this movie. She's not anything she has fake press credentials that her friend made for her in a diner and you're not supposed to steal things (laughs) yes also that also godzilla commandment number five thou shalt not steal in godzilla related situations and she's just like you know well i just I always wanted to be a reporter, and I just thought this was my big chance. And he's just like, yeah, good luck with your big career in the big city. (laughs) It'd be great. (laughs) One ticket to the Ukraine, please. (laughs) Hey, cabbie, Ukraine or bust? Well, they could fucking get him for treason, for for getting rid of this information. It'd be great if they fucking hung him. Well, good (laughs) luck with it. (laughs) Uh, he's gonna take a he's gonna take a a taxi to the dark side. <laughs> That's a dated ass joke. You know what? I liked it. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> uh yeah, so Godzilla has all these eggs all over the place. And I mean fuck it. F- fast forward a little bit. They reach the garden, and when Hank Azaria sees what's going on around here, he's just like He trashed the garden. Oh man, now I'm pissed. Really? The f- Thousands dead didn't fucking rattle you at all. By the way, just in case anyone doesn't get it, because Mayor Ebert doesn't understand it either. New York is closed indefinitely. Like that's <laughs> that's what happens here. By the way, it's closed for business for years and years. There's all this bullshit. Like there's one part where, man, Mayor Ebert is trying to like walk through this crowd of people, and he's like, I don't want to talk to these people. And his assistant Gene is like, uh, well. Hey, Mayor, listen, this is all your you know, constituents from the local businesses around here. You better go talk to them because they're voting in November. And they're all like, you know, when are you going to open the city back up? I'm losing money. It's like, listen, man, 
there's a really good chance your store just doesn't even exist. Yep. The block that your store was on might not even exist anymore. Because, uh, <clears throat> in case you forgot, <laughs> there is a giant 90-story lizard running around, sort of breathing fire, burping fish guts all over everybody, and probably pissing on Brian Cranston. There's you know, some such business. This movie is so stupid, and everything about it is so, like, you know, but there's so much reverence and, like, well, we can't have Godzilla actually breathe fire. That'd be dumb. Like, no, fucking do it. That's what I'm paying my ticket for. He exactly. You don't have to. Fu- you don't have to fucking figure out the scientific way why he would breathe fire. He's a big lizard. He breathes fire. At least it's not like a rain of fire where they're like, oh, well, this chemical that drips from their salivary gland. Like they don't go that yeah. far with Godzilla, but. He kind of doesn't breathe fire all that much. Like, I want Godzilla breathing fire all over the place. No, he doesn't place. breathe fire. He, he like, yells. And he has, like, the, the, the wave of, like, the shockwave of his yell. And then, like, certain things will blow up and he'll oh, blow. Oh, is that what's going yeah, on? Yeah, he blows fire at people. Oh, oh, we always thought he breathed fire. But if we were closer, we would have seen that. It's- <laughs> If we had CGI okay. cameras. See, that's a problem with all those Japanese pictures. They didn't have the technology to get in really close to see what was going on with Godzilla's anatomy. You know, we, we, we meant at the time. We just didn't have the technology. <laughs> it wasn't there yet. So, uh, oh, also, they set up, like, a Central Park sting, which <laughs> goes nowhere. I mean, this is what we talked about with, like, the repetitive nature of this. Some woman dresses up like a prostitute waits for Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Warriors. <laughs> but there's, there's a big emphasis to get him to Central Park. Get him to the park because destroy downtown all you goddamn want. But, uh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, some rich people live here. That's Trump Tower. Get him in the park. Get him out of here. That's another great part of fucking Cloverfield, man. They are not scared to destroy Trump Tower in that movie. Good for them. <laughs> that building goes fucking down, and it's awesome. But yeah, this movie, it's like, oh, oh wait a minute, wait a minute. They're getting above 50th Street. <laughs> oh, God, get him in the park before he kills somebody important and rich. Yeah. And they get him in the water, and submarines kill him, essentially. And they're like, good, we got God's... It's like a 25-minute submarine chase, and like it's Hunt for the Red October for no reason. <laughs> yeah. And there's like... They torpedo the shit out of him. He kills him. It's great. Yeah. That should be the end of the movie. Yep. But we're still in Madison Square Garden like, oh, no, there's hundreds of eggs of Godzilla's. This is what's ridiculous, is he originally posits matthew broderick the worm scientist does that this godzilla creature is capable of laying anywhere from two to twelve eggs and you're like all right no that that's a lot of godzilla 12 more godzillas jesus christ then we're gonna have a baker's dozen on our hands (laughs) well they like flash a light on the garden and it's like everywhere there's all these eggs and at one point he's like well, there's 200 eggs here. Like he's on a, like a radio with some like army commander, and it's like, wait, how did you get this count that there's now 200 eggs? He's eyeballing it. There's clearly not 200 <laughs> eggs though, which is the thing. Like, yeah, total tops, you're filling the garden with like 50 eggs. They're big eggs. And now, just because you want to rip off, like they rip off the last act Jurassic Park, like you wouldn't believe. It's ridiculous. How did they get away with this? It was only. What, five years in between the movies? How? I mean, these baby Godzillas are raptors. Yep. That's all just, it is. And they're running around. They're going into all sorts of, you know, Matt Hank's area and his 
brown-haired Hank Azaria and his blonde friend are going into a grate. They're trying to get away from these <laughs> mini raptor Godzillas. Man, I mean, Matthew Broderick's character journey is something interesting because it's like in life, you know, it's it it'll throw you some curveballs once in a while. I mean, one week you're studying worms in the Ukraine, <laughs> the next week you're fighting Godzilla's two hundred babies. <laughs> I, you know, you never know. You do, every every wrong turns a new adventure somewhere. <laughs> You never know what's going to... Next week, we might be on an adventure. It, it could be an adventure to stop Godzilla. <laughs> I guess tune all, in and find out. All of his little babies. <laughs> all of his little Godzilla babies. <laughs> no, 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 no. We've already established if Godzilla does strike New York, we'll be shitting our pants <laughs> and falling around on the floor. I would. I would. That's what I, I would curl up and shit myself. So, we didn't really mention this, but Jean Renault has, like... I guess we kind of did. Yeah, he's, he's got, got like a little team. team. He's got his team, yeah. And these are just some French dead meats. That's oh, all yeah. They're le dead meats. That's for sure. <laughs> because. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> Viva la corpse. <laughs> they're, they are. They're just like. They're hanging around. They're getting in bad American coffee. At one point, like. Also in this hilarious coffee gag, the dude gets him like a Danish or some shit. And he's like, no croissant. And the guy's like, no, monsieur. And you're like. Now. Jean Renault, I know that you're the snooty French cartoon skunk. <laughs> However, you know what a fucking Danish is, okay? So eat the fucking Danish, and don't be shocked that it's not le croissant. And I'm sorry, but there's a Godzilla attack in the city. Oh, I'm sorry, the baker, the French baker didn't come in today. <laughs> there's no, all the patisseries are closed. This fucking Godzilla's <laughs> shitting on people. It's astounding. The amount of people with priorities in the wrong place in this movie. And I don't know if that's... A, I mean, it's not because this movie's made by Roland Emmerich and he's a fucking idiot. But it seems almost like the they want it to be like a, a overarching thing in this movie of like, it's just jaded New Yorkers, man. They don't even give a fuck when Godzilla comes to town. Oh, they love that joke. And it, it it's over and over again. You know, I think... The best would come out of humanity in those moments. We would rise, you think? I we think. would. We'd overcome it. Yeah. Today would be our Independence Day. <laughs> <laughs> we would not go quietly without a fight or whatever Bill <laughs> Pullman There was President Pullman in this movie. Yeah. We, he still would have been serving, possibly. Yeah, the rise of the machines. Oh, man. President Pullman <laughs> and Little General going and getting into <laughs> adventures. I, by the way, we have... Hashtag little general. When, when After Earth comes out, hashtag little general confuse some people. Hey, hashtag little general. Good job seeing you and your dad in that M. Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> little general is probably even more brutal than MacArthur. Because <laughs> right? little general is a character who has his priorities all in the right place. <laughs> uh, so they, Matthew Broderick is like, listen, you know, like, you have to destroy this area. These eggs are starting to hatch. You got to kill them all because we're going to have a bunch of fucking Godzillas on our hands. And they're <laughs> apparently they're all born pregnant. <laughs> what is that about? Yeah. It's stupid. That's what that's about. What's going to happen? <laughs> the whole the whole world will be Godzillas, and they won't even be able to move around anymore. Well, no, I, I, thought, I, I, uh, think, I think he's kind of oversimplifying. Like they're from a bad area. They they don't know how to read. They're practically born pregnant. I thought uh, that only happened in the world of, like, Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> Godzillas also don't know about safe sex. <laughs> Abstinence-only education. 
Uh, so they somehow they're able to like wire up Hank Azaria's camera. They go to like a broadcast booth, yeah, and they're like, "Oh, we know that you know, this one television frequency is what we use when the station carries the Ranger game." And the guy's like, "The Rangers aren't playing today." <laughs> <laughs> it is the one of the dumbest lines in this movie. You ready? He's like, "Oh, what?" Because it's like incoming transmission from Madison Square Garden frequency, whatever. And he's like. The Rangers aren't playing tonight. Really? Oh, maybe they are. Let me see. <laughs> like God, man, the city that never sleeps is right, I guess. The city that never stops. No one ever just thinks about life for a second. The city that, that never reacts to Godzilla. Yeah. That's what the city should be called from now on. That's something you could put on a t-shirt and I'd buy it. The city, the city, that, never... that, the city that doesn't react to Godzilla. <laughs> You know who reacts to Godzilla? Tokyo. (laughs) (laughs) They overreact. You know, it's so shitty, though, that, you know, we have to be displayed this way in motion pictures. Like, if Godzilla somehow attacked Chicago, if that movie happened, those people would be fucking figuring it out. Godzilla ships up to Boston. It's over in 45 minutes. No, no, no. New York, we're complaining that the fucking coffee shops closed. Oh, I thought the Rangers were away tonight. What's going on? I like the idea that T-shirt, Godzilla, the city that doesn't react to Godzilla, it's Godzilla and a guy in front of him checking his phone. <laughs> <laughs> and Godzilla's like, uh, excuse me. Tick, tick, tick. It's, like, it's, a, it's like Godzilla tapping a man on the shoulder and he's got his back to him with his arms crossed <laughs> wearing a Yankees hat. Oh, for sure. You need to have that Yankees cat. See, so, it's yeah. like, it's, uh, and I, th- I feel like I've seen this in another movie where it's like, bomb the building, you know, we don't care if we get out because, you know, we got to get rid of all these Godzillas. Right. God forbid these Godzillas, you know? <laughs> and oh, so, God forbid Godzilla. God forbid Godzilla gets out. My God, my mom's in Staten Island. Oh, my wrong. <laughs> Pagasaria. Oh, wait. This is the opportunity Staten Island needs. If Manhattan falls, Staten Island's the next biggest island. Oh, boy. Oh, good God. The rise of Staten Island nationalism. <laughs> they start cheering the destruction of Manhattan. Uh, Scope-wise, what, an alligator on Staten Island's like Godzilla on Manhattan? Is that how that works? I think that's how you would, <laughs> you would look at that on a map with some sort of scale. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's annoying. So, basically, they get the signal out, and they're like, oh, my God, Matthew Broderick was right all along. Guess we shouldn't have laughed at him earlier. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have spit in his face, either. <laughs> Everybody's busy jerking off because they just killed Godzilla. Like, everyone's like, yeah! They're not, they're just so done with the whole Godzilla experience. They're like, ah, we'll find the bottom, we won't. There's a seven-ton lizard down there. I don't know if I'm going to go fucking fishing it out. The most logical person, I think, is Kevin Dunn's general character, because... Because, uh, like, Mayor Ebert storms in and he's like, well, you blew it up. Time to open the bridges again. And he's like, no, we got to find this body. We got to make sure he's dead. (laughs) You're not opening shit. And there's this great, like, he's like, how dare you talk to me like that? I'm Mayor Ebert. And Kevin Dunn's just like, I don't give a flying fuck fuck who you are sit down fat man exactly the mayor wouldn't even be anywhere near this installation you think bloomberg's sticking around for this i don't think he's got a fucking escape pod man that thing goes straight to jupiter oh yeah no there's a definite mr burns escape pod absolutely (laughs) there's a there's a giant palace on jupiter (laughs) there's a little alien butler that's how rich that guy is uh fellas it would have to be a moon of jupiter because jupiter's a gaseous planet 
Thanks. It's what? Jupiter's a gaseous planet. Uh, no, I know, I know, but like, who, who are you? <laughs> I'm someone who knows that Jupiter's oh, okay. a gaseous planet. Oh, you, okay. you think Bloomberg's got a Megazord? He could fight Godzilla? <laughs> he just gets in a Pacific Rim Gundam suit. <laughs> now, here we go, New York. Get ready for this one. Godzilla, no smoking in the park. And he's hitting him. I'm going to beat you to death with what you're killing yourself with. And he's beating him with a huge soda. <laughs> you know what, kids? Godzilla can be defeated with sugary drinks. I would like to see him waterboarded with it. <laughs> waterboarded with RC Cola? <laughs> oh, my God. It's just like, oh, God, it's syrupy and rich. What a sweet way to go. Speaking of product <laughs> placement, we're, we're running around Madison Square Garden. There's fucking all sorts of... Uh, there's McDonald's in there. There's some, so much Pepsi. They're just running around. And all these little Godzillas just running. Like, 40 minutes of little Godzillas running around and chasing these people. And everyone narrowly escaping. Yeah. Except for these poor dead meats that keep, obviously get murdered. Yeah, these, these Frenchmen are all eaten alive by these raptors. And again, just like main Godzilla, Godzilla Prime, <laughs> Matthew Broderick encounters an elevator. Like, it's a stupid gag where, like, the elevator door opens, and there's, like, a bunch of Godzillas, like, little baby Godzillas, and he's like, oh, no. <laughs> and he's trying to close the door, and, like, they're just standing there. Again, why is he, like, he's filled with fucking raptor repellent? I don't understand it. He kicks a Godzilla in the face and Godzilla goes quick back. Like, absolutely not. I got a theory on this. Just came to me. He yep. was working in Chernobyl for so long. He's, he's like radioactive just like they are. Oh. So he's just like, ah, oh, leave him alone. Oh, I see. They think he's just like one of them, like the runt of the litter. That'd be great if they're like, shh, all right, all right, I'm going to turn off the lights. And Matthew Broderick's glowing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So this dude who gets the uh, their you know transmission from the Rangers broadcast signal is like, uh, oh hey, by the way, it totally worked. The government believes you. They're gonna bomb the shit out of Madison Square Garden. You have this is what this man writes back on their. Uh, this is where the internet's brought up. By the way, they're like, this whole thing is located on an internet, and I was like, uh huh. <laughs> and the dude writes back on electronic mail. You have six minutes until your toast. Really? There's time for snappy little jokes like that when you're informing a group of people they're about to be blown to smithereens? Or eaten by Godzillas. Or both! <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't appreciate that. So they uh, they fight through all the Godzillas and they get out, by the way. What it's, a huge the shock. The ending is kind of like... Uh, or not the ending ending, because there's still 30 oh, no, minutes no, left of no, this no. movie. But this part's very much like uh, the end of... Uh, Gremlins 2? Like, all the Godzillas are in the lobby waiting for the to get out? Yeah, you're They're right. They're singing New York, New York. <laughs> and, like, he, Jean Reno shoots all these chandeliers, and Godzilla's like, oh, no, glass! I don't have any shoes on! And they walk backwards. It's like, get the fuck out of here! Like, they, they, like, back up, and it's like, all right, well, you backed up, and it crashed down. Run right back at them. Yep. They're, like, running through. It's like, it, this happens a lot in zombie movies where it's like, just be careful, and you can walk by the zombies. Nope. Like, that's what this is. They're like, just be careful, and these fucking 200 dinosaurs won't tear us to shreds. We just have to walk very slowly over this glass. Don't so, cut your feet. <laughs> so they get out, and uh, the garden gets bombed, and that's another New York landmark destroyed because it's a Roland Emmerich movie. Hey, 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 15 years, it might happen. <laughs> they signed their lease for only 15 years. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> They're just going to knock it down. Hey, you know what? Honestly, do it. 
Because that is a vor- vortex of terrible. Everything <laughs> around the garden. I agree. I enjoy going to hockey games at Madison Square Garden. Though. Penn Station's the worst part of New York. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And not, nah, the Port Authority's the worst part of New and York. They're, they're kind of next to each other. I feel like they're one entity. Yeah. It's the head and the tail. <laughs> the head and the tail of evil. Yeah. Except for that fucking sweet Jackie Gleason statue. Yeah, that is great. Yep. Penn Station doesn't have a Jackie Gleason statue. You're right. I love fucking fictitious statues. <laughs> statues <laughs> of fictitious people. Dude, Detroit's getting that RoboCop statue. Thank you so much, Kickstarter. That's, That's amazing. It is. That's it's so great. I know. I can't... The, the well, mere presence go field trip. Yeah, the mere presence of that statue is going to turn that town around. Yeah, it'll be fucking hipster central. <laughs> Get ready for beards, Detroit. If you don't have beards right now, you're going to have a ton of beards. <laughs> and you never and, know; it might come to life at night and solve mysteries. <laughs> I guess so. Or fight crime. I think it might. Stranger things have happened, Eric. <laughs> like Godzilla and the Big Apple. It God- happened. Godzilla rises from the ashes. I guess, like, he snuck into the city again. Well, because remember, he can hide everywhere. And he's no longer dead because he's indestructible. Sure. It makes no sense. Like, they blow the shit out of him, like, in, like, the Hudson River. And you see him, like, dead in the water. And you're like, all right, that's the end. Somehow he burrowed, like, what? Under the island entirely and then came up exactly where he laid those eggs. What is it? Again, is he Bugs Bunny? Like, he knows exactly where to come up. Like, he marches up right out of the center of the garden rubble. To be fair, he is not Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny was known to take a wrong turn in Albuquerque. (laughs) I would love there's just a quick cutaway and it's like Godzilla coming up in the desert like... (laughs) <laughs> it just like goes back. Down. Wildy Coyote drops a piano on his head. <laughs> so now we just play. Let's run away from Godzilla well, in a taxi cab. Because Godzilla's pissed now. By the way, <laughs> that's the thing. Is like, oh no, he looks angry. Like, you killed his babies. <laughs> there is. There's totally a hilarious shot where Godzilla's like, "Hey, hey, wake up!" And he's like, <laughs> he's kicking a dead raptor, and he's just like, oh. Now my clams are steamed. <laughs> hey, that lizard's mad. <laughs> so they just hop in this taxi cab, and it's Jean Renault, Matthew Broderick, uh, Hank Azaria, and this woman. Audrey woman. Yeah. This is some great New Yorker stuff, because they're like, how do we get out of this city? And Hank Azaria's like, take the tunnel. And she's like, no, take the bridge. And he's like, oh, I don't know. If you take a left, oh, oh traffic at this hour. Like, shut the fuck up. Oh. Godzilla's chasing you. Butter being a pizza pie. <laughs> it says, yeah, they're arguing, like, you know, which way are you going to take? Is the FDR on the east side or the west side highway? Which one are we going to do? And it's like, you know what? The city's evacuated. Take either one. Okay, how about that? Why don't you get, rid of the, get away from this fucking Godzilla that's gaining on you? <laughs> And it's literally, we just drive up and down the island until eventually Matthew Broderick's like, now wait a minute, where's the nearest suspension bridge? And, you know, Audrey's like, oh, well, the Brooklyn Bridge, I guess. Ever heard of it? Yeah, because everybody <laughs> knows that one, so sure. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the one. that's not the nearest one. <laughs> I would, yeah, I would blow up the Manhattan Bridge because, I mean, come on, the, the Brooklyn Bridge is an important bridge. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I mean, you come, you can... 
You're right by the West Side Highway where uh, MSG. You might as well go up to the uh, George Washington. No one exactly. needs it. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, it's just linking us to Jersey. You build it again <laughs> later. Who cares? We're missing the part where they drive into Godzilla's mouth. Oh, this is just stupid town. And like Hank Azaria is like, oh shit, we're in Godzilla's mouth already. And it's like, no, you're terrified because you're inside of a monster's mouth. <laughs> and they're like, like Sean Renault's behind the wheel and they're like, drive forward, drive forward. And then he's like, I can't, we are stuck on his tongue. <laughs> <laughs> and so then Matthew Broderick like grabs a live wire that's like hanging from who knows where. Because Godzilla's got like them and some other pieces of something in his mouth. And he grabs it and fucking, uh, this kind of got like a visceral reaction yeah, out of too. me. Like he jabs the, this wire, this cable that's you know spewing electricity Right into Godzilla's like tooth cavity, and uh, very understandably, Godzilla's like, you know, and doesn't spit them right out, but does just kind of like stop swallowing them, <laughs> and somehow that's enough for Hank Azaria or uh, Jean Reno to just put it in gear, and they just drive right out of his mouth, and you know that they t- they lure him to the Brooklyn Bridge, and he gets all caught up with the suspension cables. And don't and worry, it, he destroys the whole thing. Oh, sure, for sure. <laughs> And they just the 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 government finally can get a lock onto Godzilla and starts firing bullets into his chest. It's kind of hilarious, but it's also played as like, oh no, that's sad. Like, oh Godzilla's dying. It's a total like King Kong thing, but it's completely unearned. Absolutely, and uh, yeah, because like he falls over, and it's again Matthew Broderick just walking up to this thing without a care in the world and a song in his heart, and Godzilla's like staring at him like. I'm sorry. I was just trying to live. And like you see the little like light in his eye go out and then like the hilarious Godzilla puppet closes its eye, which is great. And there's a fat, rich uh, businessman there next to it going, Twas Broderick killed the beast. (laughs) Man, Godzilla on Broadway. That would be great. That's the scene you don't get. You know, you know yeah. Kong gets captured like that. I don't like that Godzilla's on all fours for the most of this movie, to be quite honest. It's another one of those things where, like, it wouldn't make any gosh darn sense if he was walking up. Well, no, of course it would, because he's fucking Godzilla, and it's a Godzilla movie. That's an annoying thing that I, I read about this movie, was that, you know, when they were writing the script, which is, um, of course, a million different scripts. Oh, for sure. Roland Emmerich, the only thing that he insisted upon was that Godzilla move fast. No. Because this yeah. ain't your grandpappy's Godzilla. This is your fast, lean, mean, more like a dinosaur, <laughs> more on the ground. I mean, it was like, what, Godzilla. a year after the Lost World? So yeah. it's like, well, everybody loves dinosaurs. <laughs> dinosaurs and dune buggies. I'm going to draw a picture of both. <laughs> 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 you know, like you know, like oh, we got we got dinosaur culture, so we, we got to make them run like a dinosaur because that's cool. If you side note, if you got any drawings of dinosaurs and dune buggies, we all ate movies at gmail.com. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, yeah. But it's just it's so annoying because I'm sitting here watching this movie last night in preparation for this episode, and staring me right in the face over from the bookshelf is my Criterion Blu-ray of the newly remastered original Godzilla. Just looking at me and laughing and being like, look at you and your dumb podcast, watching that shit-ass version of me when I'm right here and you can enjoy me whenever you want. The original 1998 cut. Remastered. (laughs) Oh, yeah, with all the Taco Bell advertising and everything. All those worm scenes put right back (laughs) in how they were intended. In 3D. (laughs) IMAX 3D radioactive worm. 
So that's it. That's the end of the Godzilla saga. Oh, no, wait. There's an egg. There's oh, one egg geez. that they just didn't get. And it can't just be like, oh, my God, it's an egg. And maybe you see like a little crack. No, 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 no. We stare at this thing. It's like a slow zoom in. Zooming in. We're still zooming in, everybody. Got to get right up close to this old big old dinosaur egg. Starts to crack. Okay, I expected a crack. That's fine. <laughs> no, 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 no. This dinosaur jumps out at the camera, and the camera goes into its mouth, smash cut to black. That's how we're ending this movie. It's a total you're not going to believe this situation. Yeah. The fucking audacity on these people. Oh. They had two other movies set up. I'm so thankful this thing just was panned and horribly. Now- Puff Daddy and Jimmy Page, everyone. Oh, man, what a... This soundtrack was huge. It I was, had this soundtrack. It everyone was the, did. It was the biggest soundtrack. I must have seen that music video like a hundred fucking times. Oh, my God. Music, music by and inspired by a Godzilla. <laughs> it's featured in the film and at the end credits, as is... The Wallflowers, We Could Be Heroes yes. song. Yes, that's where that song came from, everybody. You have yeah. Godzilla to thank for that. <laughs> it's I love Bowie covers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's terrible. And that's Godzilla. And they never made one. I mean, this reboot's happening. I don't really know too much about it. It's directed by the dude who made Monsters. They made a bunch of other ones in between this, too. That I, I mean, I'm kind of... Uh, a bit Godzilla agnostic, though I enjoy it. You know what I mean? I just, I haven't seen a ton of them. Well, I, you know, it gets to be one of those things where a lot of them are just kind of the same. Yeah. Which is fine, because it's a totally enjoyable, formulaic premise exactly. for a movie, you know, but he's he's got his, his Mothras and his... Uh, Gamoras. G- Gamoras and all, I mean, you know, did, they're all uh, over the place. MST3K do, like, tons of them. They did, 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 did a ton of them. I think uh, the King of All Monsters is supposed to be really good. It's supposed to be one of the good ones. I think I remember... In You're like, one of the good ones, Godzilla. Don't worry about <laughs> it. In, like, 2003, I don't know if it was an official Toho production, but, like, Japan made a new Godzilla. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. That I was, like, sort that. of in response to Was it Godzilla 2000? Oh, you know what? Yeah, that might have been what it was called, but it was released, like, kind of later, <laughs> yeah. I think. But I didn't see that, but that's supposed to be kind of, like... I guess in the spirit of what Godzilla is supposed to be, which is, you know, slow walking. Everybody's taking their time. We're breathing know. fire. We're not worried about science. There's no <laughs> blood test. No, totally not yeah, worried about like, science. Yeah, it's like Tom Arnold on set. Oh, wow. No, I, I don't know why I thought this was 2003, but Godzilla 2000 was released in 99. Like, it was a direct response yeah. to, like, listen, America, <laughs> you fucking morons. Like, this is how you make a Godzilla movie. Stop shitting on things that we created for you. Ah, man. It's exhausting talking about movies this long. Would anyone recommend this particular incarnation of Godzilla? Uh, I would not. I would recommend it. I I, I don't know if I'm in the minority of this. I I, I hear a lot of shit talking about it. I like that new Peter Jackson King Kong. I I am on record. It's a little too long. You know, we spend a little bit too much time. The Monster Island stuff's great. It's kind of a weird thing where uh peter jackson's monster island stuff is actually better than the new york part which is kind of weird for a king kong but yeah no but i i totally agree i like that that peter jackson king kong it's that long because it's a peter jackson movie and, and it's you forbid. know yeah <laughs> we're, we're under three hours heaven forbid 
I mean, it's a thing where it's reverent, but it's also really cheesy and really fun. Like, yeah. it, it's a thing where th- that this movie could really benefit from. It's just having a little bit of fun with it. Nobody's got a fucking clipboard trying to figure out whether or not King Kong's got to get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I would not recommend it. I found this very, very boring. Yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't recommend it either. I do think it's kind of well-paced, actually, because it kind of just clipped along for me until the three different endings. Thanks a lot. <laughs> And thank you, Peter Jackson, for your three different endings, Return of the King, goddammit. And I will say that uh, on the topic of King Kong 2005, I'm not that into it. It's okay. I liked Cloverfield more. I understand, oh, wow, really? I understand it's found footage. Yeah. No, I, but I, I thought it was a, an enjoyable movie. And it's an interesting, like, watching this, I want to watch Cloverfield again because Cloverfield seems like a response to this as well. Yeah, no, I, I was thinking about Cloverfield a lot while watching this, mainly because I wanted to watch Cloverfield more than I wanted to watch this movie. Um, yeah, it's not a recommend for me either. It's something, you know, you really take the fun out of what a Godzilla movie is by taking it so seriously and making it, you know, having it made by a director who makes nothing but disaster movies. It's, it's, a, it's a monster movie meets a disaster movie, which is a terrible combination because all of those disaster movies are so self-serious. And they're all, every single one of them is changing the world at every turn. You know, def- go watch the 1954 Gojira. You can get it from Criterion Blu-ray. I'm sure there's tons of you know, other Japanese issues of it on just regular DVD. It's a fun-ass movie because you know, it does have sort of that, you know, social commentary about the atomic age and everything but it's not beating you to death with it and it's not saying like listen we're here we're japanese and we're really saying something it's just it's just a fun monster movie that's what monster movies are supposed to be and i guess even though it is found footage that's what is so good about cloverfield is like it is it's fun i mean you got tj miller you know it he kind of grained on me in that movie, but it's, sure. he's making it lighthearted at least. You know, like in a serious situation, we got people getting bit, turning into monsters and exploding and baby Cloverfields and everything. And people in that movie aren't going, hey, New York, uh, they, they hurt the Knicks. What's this about? <laughs> They're like, oh, my God, I'm a New Yorker and this is dangerous. Let's oh get my, out of here. Oh, my God, my hipster going away party's being broken up. <laughs> hey, everybody, put down this red wine. <laughs> No, but I, I I agree with what you're saying. There's it's it's a different kind of New York stereotype, I guess. I, I guess I'll say that's also a bad way to live your life. <laughs> oh no, the L trade is down. Cloverfield's here. <laughs> yep, every weekend for eleven months. What? <laughs> oh yeah, fucking the the MTA service problems after Godzilla. Forget about it. Oh, oh no. the service problems before Godzilla. <laughs> No, see, that's when the Mayor's City Bike program would really take off. <laughs> Only people in New York could possibly give a shit about what I just said. <laughs> and that's it. That's Godzilla 98. If you want to get a hold of us, check out our website, whmpodcast.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. We are at whmpodcast. If you have a doodle of uh, a, a dinosaur riding a dune buggy or whatever we said, uh, we all hate movies at gmail.com. We accept any and all doodles, by the way. Doodle, doodle Godzilla <laughs> playing the Knicks in basketball. But what? But what? Godzilla dunking over Patrick Ewing. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a space jam to me. <laughs> 
<laughs> that address again is we all hate movies at gmail.com. If you subscribe to the show in iTunes, please rate and review there and help increase the profile of the show in the iTunes store. Uh, we're also on Stitcher. Check out the Stitcher radio app. You can stream the most recent five episodes of this program on the go. Eric's program, Blame It on Outer Space. The first Wednesday of every month, there's a new conspiracy theory, paranormal tale, or ghoulish monster story. Taken to task in a comedic fashion, blameitonouterspace.com, Facebook, Twitter, at BlameSpacePod, and uh, uh, iTunes and, uh, and Stitcher as well. Our good buddy Chris Cabin's movie reviews over at slant.com. Uh, so that is Slant Magazine. What do you think Chris Cabin's review of uh, this movie would be? One star. <laughs> That's it for this week. We'll be back with, uh, we got a whole two months lined up. Big old summer blockbuster. is going to be a lot of fun, so be sure to come back next time. Until then, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Seda. Eric Siska. Sayonara. 